Small businesses are the backbone of America, and they help keep the spirit of Texas alive. But did you know as many as 50% will close their doors forever after just five years? Well, we're here to change that. This is The Beef. We know how tough it is to be an entrepreneur today. We're giving small business owners a platform to share their story. You'll hear it all. The highs and the lows. The good and the bad. But most importantly, you'll learn. Welcome to The Beef. The Beef. Oh yeah, welcome back y'all to another episode of the Beef Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Kelly, aka John the Marketer on Instagram. Make sure you're checking us out over there because we really are getting serious about TikTok, Instagram reels, all that kind of stuff. We've been trying to publish some funny personal videos, some good marketing videos for you. Instagram is going to reels, man. The day of just putting out regular posts are gone. You've got to make video content. We're here for it. We're creating all the time. We love it behind the scenes. But today on the show, I've got John and Tamara Hamilton with Just Love Coffee joining me here in the studio in Tomball, Texas, right next door to where their store is located here on the Tomball Cypress border, if you will. If you haven't stopped in, you have to stop in. They brought us drinks for the podcast. If more podcast guests did this, I think it'd be a lot better, you know? Gotta have caffeine. Yeah. Drinking my little white chocolate tiramisu. You said this is the biggest selling coffee item that you have in your shop. It is. And what's what's very interesting is we are franchise and corporate reached out to us and they said, you guys don't sell any house coffee at your location. All you sell is white chocolate tiramisu's. And I'm like, well, of course, I'm going to sell a $6 coffee all day long before I sell a $2 coffee. That's my goal. That's my plan. They're like, what do you do? We just upsell it. There you we go. We just offer it. It's good coffee. It's great well, coffee. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Extremely happy to have y'all. I've been in your store a couple of times, you know, and y'all are huge supporters of local first responders. Y'all are veteran owned as well. So what a great cause to be a part of. You know, it, we tell it here on the Beef Podcast all the time that that branding is a connection with your audience and it's the story behind your business that definitely makes your business successful more than just having a good product or a good service. You got to have a good story and a good background. And I think y'all have that. Y'all have been friends with and neighbors with my sister for a while. We've gotten to know y'all and y'all are good people, good restaurant. You got some great employees in there and I'm just excited to kind of get into it today and talk about that. Plus, I mean, this tastes pretty good. I don't know. I like it. So it's It's great. Always happy to have someone on that. You know, I like their product. It's a little easier to talk about it. So we start out with an icebreaker question though. Every single episode that we do today's icebreaker question, what is something think adventurous or like crazy that you always thought about doing, but you never came around to getting done? Hmm. Your answer is probably way different than mine. (laughs) And I could start it off because I was Crazy thinking about this. Crazy for me is I have always wanted to jump out of an airplane. Exactly I, I mine. Literally, I watch it and it looks amazing and I can't do it. Yeah. I know that I would pay the money to get up there in the air and, and I, then I fly would just back, back down. out. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> now, I would love to go up there and watch other people do it. And the experience looks amazing. I'm just too chicken. That was that was the one that I had chosen. Like that was my exact answer was skydiving. It's something I grew up in Waller and we had a skydiving place there in Waller. I don't know if it's still there or not on the golf course there, but it it used to be there. I Houston skydive or something. Yeah. Anymore, is it? And man, it is something I've always thought about doing and I've just never gotten around to it. I'm crazy enough that I probably would, but I'm not going to lie. That is one thing that scares the heck out of me. Right. Well, George Bush did it, right? Oh, did he? Remember the old man, George Bush, the father. Not too long ago before he died, didn't he skydive with the... Probably. I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but I think it was in Katy or somewhere now. Okay, that believe, makes sense. Yeah. Me, I think I just would like to show up at an airport one day with no baggage, just driver's license and a credit card, and just randomly pick a destination and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know that pick a destination is the right word. I think just... Like just say what, what's on throw a dart at a map and yeah, go. or what's yeah. on sale today? You know, <laughs> fuel somewhere. prices. I, mean, I don't yeah, think anything's yeah, for sale know. right now. You know, just <laughs> and just go and just get a hotel wherever you show up and buy some clothes wherever you show up and just find. I don't know. It just sounds like something kind. of That's cool out of my comfort zone. So, yeah, but that's why we're married. We feed off each other. So, so you're that's the good planner. Stuff. 
You've yeah, got to have it all she laid out. I'm also the baggage, so I couldn't go on that trip. I would have to stay at home. <laughs> See, I think, was that in a movie or a TV show, something like that, that that occurred where it's like, hey, you know what? Let's just, just go to go. the airport and just have them select a destination for us. Like, yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty cool, though. Like, yeah. hey, what is your next flight right. out of this state? Yeah. Whether it's it. out of the right. country yeah, or show out of the, at eight yeah. o'clock and what leaves at nine and where yep. I don't see. Care. I could do that. Yeah, I get a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm the same way as you. Like we just took a trip for work, and it was uh, a fire department training that we were going to, and it was called the Art of Reading Smoke. Really cool class, but it was in Bastrop, and not far from Bastrop is San Marcos and the Guadalupe and Kamal and all that stuff. So we we're like, hey, let's go to San Marcos and let's trip. float the river. Yeah. And we started trying to plan and we were like, we'll come up with like this little $60 bus that you can take down there, you know, go float, get back on the bus, come back to the hotel, all that stuff. And then the day of it just turned into, well, we're just going to drive down there and figure it out when we get there. And it worked out without a hitch. Everything was perfect. I mean, they got so much to do in that area too. Yeah. But I'm definitely that last minute guy. Like, I think you find some of the best adventures in life without any planning. My wife hates it. She's not like that at all. She's the one that needs it a month in advance so We've that she can make sure. So we can fit the maximum <laughs> amount of funness into our limited availability. That's it. Yep, well, that's the whole me. reason we're here, though, is to talk about y'all, where you came from, how you got into entrepreneurship, why you chose Just Love Coffee. And, and let's just kind of get into that stuff and share what you want to share. Absolutely. Well, we I started in restaurant business when I was 14 years old. I worked at Battleground Speedway Racetrack, and that's not what it's called anymore. But I got paid $100 a day to be a, a burger cook. There's like 20 windows. I was the only burger cook and they would call. I was 14 years old. So they were paying me cash under the table <laughs> and they were calling out, I need a burger, extra mayo, no onions, side of lettuce. That, I mean, just coming at me. And from that moment, I fell in love with the fast pace and just the energy of the food service business. And then I ended up going and working for pizza delivery at 18 when I turned 18. It was good money and worked around my school schedule and ended up with Papa John's in 1998 and retired from them two years ago. So 21 years I was with them and worked my way up from a delivery driver to a a senior partner and their director of training and recruiting. Owned some company stock, worked for some amazing, amazing people. Frank Carney, the founder of Pizza Hut, was one of our, our main owners. And I learned so much from him. Keith Sullins, I'm sure you've heard the name, all over Houston. He was our president of Papa John's and amazing mentor as well. And he... When he put me in the position, he said, I'm going to put you in a job that you're not ready for, and you're going to have to figure it out. Wow. And I'm just going to throw you in the fire. And and I learned, and I grew, and I just I fell in love with the restaurant business. But after 22 years, I wanted to do, I just wanted to do something different. And John and I got married, what, nine years ago? And we have a his, mine, and ours. We have a 21, I have a 21-year-old. He has a 19-year-old, and then we have an eight-year-old. And it has been an absolute crazy journey. And we built a new home in the same neighborhood your sister lives in, right across the street. And there's this little shopping strip in the middle of our neighborhood that had nothing. It had a dentist yep. and an orthodontist, and that was it. The Taekwondo studio wasn't there yet either. And it had a drive through little window that landlord had put the drive through window in, and we drove by it all the time. And I said, man, there's nothing to eat around here other than Timo's Tacos, which are amazing, by the way. Yeah. Timo's drive through Tacos. If you haven't had those, you got to get some. But we kept saying, we need, we need something there. We need something there. We need something there. He's like, we're not building a row. I'm like, yeah, let's, he goes, what are we going to build? All you know how to do is pizza. And our pizza franchise in Houston expanded into first watch breakfast restaurants, some Shipley donuts, firehouse subs and Genghis grill when it was around. So I I, I dipped in a couple of different, you know, food services and and learned some different things. And I really, I love coffee. Like I absolutely, I just love, I literally Uh, just love coffee and it's, something that keeps me going every day. It's something you can talk to your friends over and it, it, you know, you sit down with your girlfriends and you have a coffee or you get up Sunday morning and you go have a breakfast and a coffee with your kid. And we just happened to come by the concept. We were camping, we're big campers. And that came from him. I was never, I had a job, so I don't have to sleep outside. Like that's my mentality. (laughs) That's why I went to work every day. And his, his family grew up camping and you guys had some great experiences. Right. And he said, let's buy a fifth wheel. After we got married, I said, what? Crazy. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to stay in a hotel where they come change my towels it for me. It was a hotel. And, and hotel on wheels. I ended up falling right. in love it with a, it. It was a glamper. I mean, it, it was, it was for sure. It, it, we weren't roughing it by any means. But, you know, we go sit outside the campfire and roast marshmallows, have a bourbon, and just sit out and watch the stars. And we would take quick little weekend trips. And it was just a way to build our family and to kind of try to merge our 
blend our family together. Yeah. Well, the 21 year old, 19 year old, they had nothing. They didn't want anything to do games, with camping. They video, video games, games. That's all they want. It. But the eight year old little guy, Wyatt, he, he loved it. So we, we continued doing that for a long time. And we were on the way back from a trip coming through the Austin area and we stopped. There's a just love in Georgetown, Georgetown Texas. I love Georgetown. And we stopped in there because the parking lot was big. It's a big target parking lot. So we could fit the big camper in the parking lot. And so we could go in and get something to eat. And we went in there. I was like, this is amazing. The food was great. The atmosphere was great. The coffee was amazing. And typically, we have learned that you find a great restaurant with amazing food or an amazing coffee shop with great coffee but terrible food. You can, it's hard right. to get them both together. Yes. So we looked at the brand. We looked online. We kind of watched them for a little bit. We, they're only 25 stores right now. They're not a big company yet. They have a lot in the works, and they're growing, they're growing really quickly. But I knew the franchise business. And if I had to sit down and come up with all the menu and concept – not that I don't have time for that. They just had already done it so much better than I could the work's have. Done. Yeah. They mm-hmm. absolutely had done it so much better than I could have. And we were on a bourbon trip, very planned out, by the way, just so you know, <laughs> down to the day. And they're like, and we took a group of people. Papa John's was headquartered out of Louisville, Kentucky. So I traveled up there all the time to bourbon country for work. Well, I gave him for our anniversary a bourbon trip. And I took him up there and gave him the works and took some friends with us. And we said, you know what? They're based out of Nashville, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Let's cancel our flight home. Let's just show up at their corporate headquarters. Let's just go show up out there and nice. see what they've got. And we called them. They're like, come on in. And they were gracious hosts. Oh, yeah. The nicest people. And the more we researched the brand. Better off it was like icing on the cake. Right. Yeah. You know, the better off it got. Yeah. It just kept getting better and better and better. The story behind it and the... We sampled, so the original store is kind of in a warehouse location. Murfreesboro is a college down there in Nashville, so it's it wasn't much, but they had other newer stores. So we went to those and sampled the menu, you know, had a few things. I thought, wow, man, you, this is really a solid franchise, solid idea. That the food is great. Coffee was great, you know, so I think we were hooked at that point pretty much. Absolutely, we were, and... We came back and said, okay, what do we do? And with Papa John's, if you leave, uh, part of our agreement as our franchise, you leave, you got to sell it all back. You can't take, you don't mm. take your stock with you, which yeah. is as a business owner. Now I understand when I was younger, I was like, well, that I, I want to own it forever. Right. Well, you know, we didn't want people leaving the company and we wanted hands-on operators. We wanted you to live here, work here. You live it, breathe it, you operate it. And once you retire, you're not vested so much anymore. So that was our thing is you had to sell all the stock back. So I went to my boss and I said, Keith, I, I found something I want to do. And he said, you know, you got to sell your stock. I said, I know I have to. That's what I need to start the business. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> and he said, I support you. He said, you're my first one leaving the nest. Yeah. He teared up a little bit and he said, I've got your back, whatever you want to do. And we sat down and we talked about it. We looked at numbers and, you know, we both had very successful careers and it's hard to walk away from that. Oh yeah. It's hard to walk away from a company car and a company cell phone and an expense <laughs> account and health insurance and right. especially with a little one. Yeah. Especially with a kid and a brand yeah. new mortgage and a pool payment and all these other things that you're comfortable with. You work to get to that point and then because I did the same thing. I I worked for twenty seven years for a supply company in Houston and we I supplied people about the infrastructure in Houston, like the petrochemical plants and all the downtown buildings and hospitals and things like that. So when she retired, I guess about a year almost after that. He shouldn't be here yet. His plan was to stay there until we opened the second store. COVID. But just, COVID. You know, oh, yeah. Forced yep, him to downsize COVID. a little bit. So I went ahead and took an early retirement, so to speak. So, you know, it, wow. same boat for, for me. You know, we worked so hard to get to that point. And we had all these, that's the thing you, you know, you work so hard for things, right? In your life. Yep. And And you kind of realize you don't need those things. You need the experiences of life. You know, you really don't work. I guess and you get older, maybe you realize that less is more, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we decided just to jump in with both feet. Yeah. We went home and we said, you know what? I tell you what, if they approve us as a franchisee, the bank approves us for the loan or the SBA, and the landlord approves us for the spot it was meant to be. Yeah. If any of it was hard, if any of it's difficult, if it's too much, it's not meant to be if we have to push it. So we we got approved as a franchisee first, then we went to the bank and got approved, then we went and chatted with the landlord. Amazing man. Right. He owns the whole building. His daughter is the dentist at the end, Dr. Casey. And oh, okay. They're just amazing people. And he said, you're in. He said, you're the first people to come in that don't have deep fryers 
I don't want that in my building. Yeah, he didn't, he want, didn't want grease traps. He didn't want fried donut chicken shops. or fry. Yeah, he, he just said you're in. It. And he was our first customer. He gave us our first dollar. It's framed, hanging up on the wall. Oh. He buys gift cards from us constantly to give to his other tenants to give to their new customers as a thank you. So he supports us to help support. It, it's just he's an amazing man. God, that's smart. We're gonna have to get him on the podcast. <laughs> he's, I he's mean, an his amazing daughter guy. too. Yeah, because that, that's such a good marketing. He's and he's not a. A real estate a landlord mogul by, by trade, any yeah. means. Right. He, he works for National Oil Well Varco. Like he's an executive for these guys. So he travels all the time to Kuala Lumpur and places like that. So he's gone all the time. Yeah. I think he really just wanted his daughter to be successful, right? So he built this strip center more really for That's her. Cool. Which is genius because she's probably rent free. Yeah. Right. She's and rent so free. Amazing. He's not having to support it. No. Amazing but then at the same model. time, uh-huh. he is generating yeah. income with rent and everything right. else. But Absolutely. what's cool is not having any type of, you know, I have to pay these right. bills or I have to look at yeah, it from no, a business perspective when things happen. Yeah. COVID, what have you. You know, and he's not excitable easier. about anything. Right? Yeah. You tell Whatever him, hey, we need. He, I couldn't ask for a better this. business yeah. partnership. Not, yeah. Because yeah. being kind of old, I say old school restaurant, you know, 30 years in the business, we used to do stuff with a handshake. And right. now, now you don't do that. And he's a handshake he's a kind handshake of guy. guy. And we, I, I love that about him. Matter of fact, we joked, we have purchased territory in Cyprus and the woodlands for our next builds, we our goal, and I'll talk about this, I guess, to build three stores for three boys. Oh, there you go. And he said, where do you need me to build a building for yeah. you? And there was, you know, there's a couple of times rent's been late because we literally signed all of our paperwork. Three days later, went to the bank to finance. And they're like, we're sorry, this thing called COVID just hit. Yep. And the SBA is only doing bailout loans. You guys are tabled. We're like, till when? They yeah. said, we don't mm-hmm. know. So now we have no jobs. We have no insurance, no income. We have rent that's due in 90 days, starting which which he helped us out with. He was amazing. And then what do we do? Right. It forced us to take a seven-month vacation, which from working separately to being home (laughs) all day long together. I'm sure I'm sure there's many other couples that went through this during COVID. It was it was a test on our marriage for sure. Right. And then having to to homeschool kids, right? Homeschooling. The the little guy just wasn't having it. He was like, No, I just not gonna do it. No. You yep. know, I prayed. I said, I'll pay double school taxes, whatever you need. Please take, please take my child back. Absolutely. I, it, I have a newfound respect for the teachers. But later that year, we finally started building and it was, it, right. we thought it was a stress, a, a de-stressor for the moment, but it wasn't. It was just the beginning of it. And, and you don't realize too, when you start a business, you spend so much of your own time and money that's not factored into that equation. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you already know that I'm going to build a, a building and it's going to cost X. So I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to ask for that amount. But there's so many other little things between that that are not really cra- yeah, like in the cracks. It. Yeah, it's, you don't budget yeah, for it. I forgot we spend. need this. Or, yeah. Oh, I didn't get printer paper. I've got I, probably, and all these little things add up. We probably spent. We spent quite a bit of money out of pocket. And we've exhausted we'll at this point all of our savings. But life is good now. So we, we love high school time. kids. Yeah. Everything's everything's okay. We're working on, on spots two and three. Summertime is really hard for us. So if anybody's listening, please come out during the summertime and eat with us. Because the kids are gone from right. school. The teachers are gone from school. And we're in the middle of a neighborhood. We're not in a big retail right. site. That's right. the other factor of that equation that we didn't really... We knew that it was going to... We wanted to build a brand. Right. In Houston. The only other one in Texas is Georgetown. So we wanted people to know Just Love by the name. So we picked a community that we wanted to be a part of. Where we live. It's we're our already community. part of that community. Right. Yeah. To put our first location in, but not realizing that we thought that, hey, we're going to have all this word of mouth all the time. And we're just going to be, you know, going bonkers. It's not necessarily the case when we're busy we're really busy but when we're slow sometimes we're really so really too. slow and it's just it's a b site it wasn't really an a site for us and we'll no. go in big box retail again next yeah. time we'll go in a big box sure. spot because we want that foot traffic all right. day long but in order to bring that brand awareness we wanted to build where we lived and that we way succeeded. we could we could build it on our i will say that on my day off i get we get one day off a week if that if that and i wear a just love shirt everywhere i go and people ask me why. And I said, because I have, this is my brand. This Absolutely. is my brand. And I can't tell you where I, how many people have stopped me and said, you know what? I've heard of you. Or I have friends that have been there and I see you on Facebook. I've heard amazing things about you. Or I go there all the time. So it's it's working. What we did is just we have to be patient. And when we get to the next location, then we can, you know, it's not, home, we're not going to be home free by any means. But 
I feel like we've done a great job in promoting the brand for Houston. And there's other franchisees now that are coming in Houston market. They're going to build out in Deer in. Park right now. They're building a location down there. So Wow. Okay. So yeah, somebody bought that territory. kind of the pioneer of just we love coming we to the Houston We were here area. in Houston, right? And yeah. they had a franchise show in October of last year, I think at the convention center or somewhere. And Rob Webb, the founder of Just Love, came down with a bunch of people. And he said, you know, I, w- I want to say thank you to y'all because he, he came and visited with us during or after the show after the show and he said people were just coming up to him at their booth going your tombow location's amazing i've heard people are so nice so it it worked and that's a great it's a great feeling and we take a lot of pride in our restaurant so we had a gentleman the other day family of five there was a hair in their food which it's it's going to happen in the restaurant (laughs) business it just happens yeah I cry. Like, I literally, he watched me tear up because it hurts me personally when we mess up somehow, some way, yeah. even if it's just something little like that. But it's it was so important that Rob and his wife, Emily, are proud of who we are. And we fell in love with the brand because they were, they were founded on adoption. So Rob and Emily were called to adopt. That was just their calling. And when they went in to do that, holy moly, it's expensive. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's super expensive. Ridiculous. And so Rob started roasting coffee in his garage and selling it online to fund the adoption process wow. for them. And it got so big, he couldn't do it in his garage anymore. So he found the cheapest warehouse he could in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and moved out there and started doing it in this warehouse. And all these other people in the warehouses around were like, I smell coffee. So they would <laughs> go in there and they're like, hey, can we get a cup of coffee? He's like, no, that that's not that's not what's going on here. Like, that's not what we're doing. We're just roasting beans. And from what I understand, he went and got him a Mr. Coffee pot and just put it up there, put a little basket and started brewing a little pot wow. of coffee every day. So people would just come in and start throwing change in. And then they were hungry. Well, he doesn't... He, I don't, I'm not a cook. Yeah. I, I can put something in a waffle iron. I'm not iron. even a coffee shop, and now yeah, you want food. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not sure uh, how the waffle iron came about. I, I kind of imagine that he probably was there roasting beans all the time he had a, a waffle iron and he just started playing with it maybe i knew how really to make him. food and yeah. waffle iron for his kids so yeah. let's whatever it is let's they, stick it in a waffle iron and figure it out college dorm room or something uh-huh. it's kind of like a burger joint starting yeah. off with a george foreman grill or yeah, something exactly yeah. but for those that don't know everything on our menu is cooked in a waffle iron that's the most mind-blowing like that's part your to sausage me. egg and cheese biscuit in the waffle iron your right. omelet your omelet in the waffle iron your roast beef and cheddar in the waffle iron the only thing we don't cook in the waffle iron is our scrambled eggs we actually have a little stovetop for that, but everything else. It was crazy. We, can, we put some amazing stuff on the side for us that we've cooked hamburgers in there for the crew, which is yeah. amazing, but it stinks up the place. So yeah. we want coffee smell. We don't want greasy yeah, burgers. Just like every place you make your own. Or oh, back sure. in the kitchen, you play with play this or, or with make that, your own recipes. And you're up there making your own drinks. You play with this or that. So it's, you know, that's part of it. Similar stories, Tamara. I, I worked for Domino's Pizza for Mac Pizza Management franchisee, and I was an assistant manager at the Waller location. And, you know, same thing. I started out as a delivery driver and then they were like, dude, when there's downtime and you're facing the sodas that are in the refrigerator and, you know, restocking and doing all the stuff like we really like that. You want to move up and still make some deliveries every now and then when you're busy. But, you know, you'll be like that second key for the store. You know, there's manager, couple assistant managers, that kind of thing. And you're right. It's so fast paced. And I actually really enjoyed the job, you know. But we did like we would make up our own breakfast yeah. pizzas because we were in a convenience store yeah. there at the Waller mm-hmm. location. So we'd run to the convenience store and go grab bacon and eggs yeah. and you know that kind of stuff Scramble and chunk it on right the pizza on the crust, right? there you go. and then mm-hmm. straight into the oven and <laughs> mm-hmm. make breakfast pizza. You could make before they were doing cinnamon sticks. We had cinnamon sticks before they were doing you know any type of specialty crust. We were putting butter around the right. crust. Well, and the, all those great ideas yeah. come from from Somewhere. franchisees and employees yeah, that are absolutely. like, why don't I mean, we do X or why don't we do Y? One test yeah. kitchen, you got twenty. That's where all your great ideas come from, and we really try hard to listen to our employees for stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell them, you know, I'm working in the kitchen all, because that's where I like to be. <laughs> but if something doesn't work back here and you want it somewhere else put it somewhere else. If right. you think the you guys are y'all are my team. So tell me what you need. How can we make it better yeah, for there's you? There's no blueprint. I mean, it's all Yeah, you know, we just kind of running by the skin of our we, teeth. We change even the the restaurant itself. I mean, Just Love is amazing and and they looked back at 22 years of restaurant history and they said, you know, here's our franchise package. It's in this box. This is what we want it to look like. And I kind of came back with some things and I said, look, you know, you guys have a white subway tile along this whole back wall it's going to be $6,500 for me to tile that wall. I would much rather spend $6,500 on other Somewhere things else. in my restaurant. Sure. I was like, I found this wood grain tile for 39 cents a square foot at Floor and Decor. They were like, eh, okay, we'll let very... you do it. And they came down and they loved it. It yeah. sterile too, I think. 
it's Kinda. it's it's that, your own a, style. That's a word. Right? But they yeah. like the way that it looks, and they'll allow us to do it again. And they were very very lenient with us, and they let us do some things like coffee flights. I found a place in Magnolia that does them, and they're ama- they're absolutely amazing. And I had customers that would come in and ask for that. Like, no, we don't do that. And I went ahead and did it without asking. And I, it's a franchise. I know better. <laughs> so they called me and they said, hey, what are you doing? We saw your social media. I said, well, honestly, I'm selling a medium latte for twice the amount of money. I'm just splitting it up into four cups and putting four different flavors in it. And they're like, okay, can you send me some paperwork on that so we can get that put in the system for you? That's a genius idea. I said, I'd love to say it's mine. Right. It's not mine. It was from my customers. But now we rotate those out and the other stores do them as well. But it's it's amazing to have a brand that believes enough in their franchisees to say, okay, you can try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but we'll let you try it and we'll see how it goes. But Rob has been absolutely amazing and their whole support team and they're just growing and they're going through some growing pains at at headquarters too, because they're going to double the amount of stores in one year that they have. It's supposed to be 25 additional stores by the end of the year. What a problem to have though. It's a great problem. Well, they hired a new COO, which is an amazing man within his own rights because he came from Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Ray Johnson. So he left he left a multi-billion dollar restaurant company to come work for Just Love. And he saw Just Love as a diamond in the rough, right? He he sees beyond what we can be. Yeah. Right now. No, I definitely think it's a unique model that you don't see at a whole lot of coffee shops. And I mean, same thing. I was mind blown the first time I ate there and I forget what I ordered. It may have been the biscuit. It may have been something, but I saw that waffle iron look in it right. and I did not know. Right. So I was like, people all the time are like, Dustin, I didn't iron? order a waffle. <laughs> yeah. This is not what I ordered. Yeah. I'm like, it's not a waffle. There's no waffle in yeah, there. Yeah, they think that it's totally, like yeah. 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 It, but it, it was that's the the cool part about it is it does truly and i'm not saying this to suck up because you're on the show or anything <laughs> right. else it's actually really good food it's, i haven't had good. anything and what's cool is it's almost like a combination of a bakery and a restaurant right. and a coffee yeah. shop because if you want a sweet treat and you're just stopping you to get yeah. a nice coffee and a sweet treat you got it because you know you if you want to come in and have a full meal mm-hmm. and a coffee to top it off or like me i'll have dessert before my meal so right. you know nothing wrong with that you want to start off with that you can like there's so many options to and choose it from is too. so hard to present that waffle appearance people don't realize so we use commercial waffle makers, the same waffle makers that's golden malted like you see in... A lot of hotels. Yeah, a lot of hotels. Yeah. Like you have your morning breakfast and stuff. I like the Texas-shaped ones we, myself. Yeah, we actually, <laughs> we have, we could buy the Texas plates and they had like... We, have, we have our own personal Just Love plate. They have our, our logo in them. So yeah, that's awesome. Do. When you get food, you get a... You get a but we're doing shape. things with those makers that they're not really meant to do. Like they were never really meant to make sandwiches and right. stuff with them so grilled cheese and sausage it patties is so and chicken hard and- on the maker itself because they're teflon coated plates so what happens is after a period of a few weeks that teflon coating wears off and everything just sticks to it so you have to we're constantly replacing we replace those plates every month wow it's an expense but it's yeah our delivery guy goes what are you doing to these right? so i'm like oh well <laughs> but, i mean it's worthwhile because that, that appearance <laughs> is so you know so nice to hear people say Wow, that you know that I love that waffle pattern on this or that. Yeah, it's the uniqueness yeah. of. And there's only five things on our menu that actually have waffle in them, waffle batter That's in them. Funny. Everything else is just waffleized. Waffleized, and it's a huge <laughs> menu, so it's not yeah. like it's a, yeah. it's a pretty good menu. And we try to we rotate new things in and out, and some seasonal items. And we have obviously our fall drinks are coming up, which everybody gets super excited for. You get oh, your yeah. fall and your winter with your peppermint mocha and pumpkin your pumpkin spice, your real, everything, your real pumpkin. Lo- oh and yeah. See our pumpkin, we don't use a pumpkin syrup. We actually cook. Real pumpkin. Real pumpkin wow. puree and all that in the back of the kitchen to make a sauce out of. So it doesn't have that synthetic no. flavor to bad, it. Bad thing uh, about it is it doesn't have a very long shelf life either. We're making it every and other so day. Right. But yeah. we go through it and it's it's a fun experience. But the brand, the brand has been absolutely amazing. I love to see the new things that they're doing and the people. They're growing. Their training director, she was a barista for them. And I love to see that they're doing the homegrown thing that I grew up with at Papa John's. Absolutely. Is we don't hire from outside. We bring you up from within because nobody knows it better than the people that are doing it right now. Yeah. And we're trying that with our staff. We have an assistant manager in there that was a barista for us. And we, I, I don't hire assistant managers from outside the company or shift managers. They're all, you got to come in and you got to wash dishes. Whatever position you work for me, your first week is washing right. dishes. Yeah. Because I wash dishes. Yeah. We all do it. There's a time we all have to jump in and help. And if you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to operate or the machine. Cook, you know, from the, it goes from dishes to cut to front. Yeah. You know, you learn to register and then you can start working. We have two different machines. We have a drive-through automated machine because it's fast. 
And then we have the old school machine imported from Italy. That's what everybody in it. That's what you graduate to because it's the. There's an art to it. It's not the hardest to learn, but there is an art to it. Yeah. Yeah. I go back and I read through our reviews every now and then online. And most of them are amazing. You can tell the couple of people that we really <laughs> ticked off because they yeah. just go on this huge rant. And I clap back at them, which I probably shouldn't. I that's love That's just it, kind of my personally. personality. I'm like, look, lady. But let's be real. Right. Let's explain what exactly yeah. happened and why. Yeah. And let's talk about that. Yeah. And one of the reviews was a review right when we were about two, not even two weeks open yet. And there was a line out the front door and... This guy, they they waited in line for about 15 minutes to get to the register. And I let everybody know it's going to take about 25 minutes for drinks right now. And he went, I don't understand how that could be possible. I'm like, we're not just pouring a cup of coffee. Right. We've been open for 10 days. So I've got all these employees brand new on all these machines with all these recipes. And we're 37 drinks down. Well, I've got a driving machine with one group head on it and a manual machine with two. So you're talking two minutes a drink. It's going to wow. take me a minute to get to your drinks. And he actually ended up coming back later and... He said, show me your process. I want to learn because I clapped back at him. So he, <laughs> he came back about three months after we opened. He said, show me what you're doing. I said, if you want a house coffee, 10 seconds, here you go. But if you want a handcrafted espresso That's drink, it's going to take it's me a minute. It's, it's hand yeah. done. And now that the kids, I say kid, they're all pretty much kids except for one, know how to do their latte art and make it all pretty. They they fight over it. Nobody wants to make the frap. Nobody wants to make the iced tea. They just want to do their, their yeah. drawings and the art. And I'm like, guys, there's a time. When we have a line to the door, it's not the time for that. <laughs> I need or you're you putting it to go cup with a lid, go, right? not the time for that. Yeah. But they take pride in it, and that's what's super important. Well, that's a powerful. If you spend a minute or two to put art in a cup, it's Instagrammable. That's right. You would be surprised do. how many we get a lot of stay at home moms, and they're all about that. First thing they oh, do yeah. is take the picture and they'll post it. So it's free advertising. I was going to say, on one hand, for y'all, it's yeah. kind of like, well, we do want and, you to and, do you know, that. It makes but... them feel special. Yeah. We make. They're like, oh, man, I, look at this. You know, you just don't get that at every place that you go to. Sure. Now, my lattes, when I can't do latte art, I'm too ADD to slow down to do it. So you get kind of a swirl and then I'll just take the little whisk and I'll, I'm like, that's Hurricane George from 1983. Well, How do you, you like go. that? The oh, hurricane that's cute. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just, just go with it. It's fine. This is my vision of what the next hurricane is going to look like on the map. Here so here you go. You know, it's one of a kind. You'll never get another one of those. But giving back was a big part of us choosing this brand and I was a single mom. My 21-year-old son is probably more information people want to know. Never met his father. Never had a dime in child support. And I worked really hard to make sure I never needed any child support because Absolutely. I said, I'm going to take care of you. It doesn't matter what it costs. I married when he was younger, got divorced and went through some hard times. And there was an older couple that lived next door to me. And I tell people this story all the time. And they, I couldn't catch up on my bills. Like I just couldn't I couldn't catch up. And if I got to even, I was fine, but I couldn't catch up. Right. They came over and they helped me out. And it took, it took about six months before I would accept the help. I was just too prideful. And they got me back to ground zero and never had to, not that I never struggled again, but I was always okay after that. Right. And I, I told John, I said, that's something that's super important to me is giving back to the community where we live and giving back to people in need. It doesn't have to be a single mom. It, it could be Anybody. anybody, you don't yeah. know what anybody, we created a fund called the love fund that we have at our restaurant. And we do a lot of things to support that. We have Santa Claus come out and do pictures with kids and people donate for that. We do bingo night the first Wednesday of every month. We we added bunco night and we do some other events throughout the year. And every dollar that we make from a donation, we match a hundred percent of that pot. And then it's just kind of open. If, you know, if somebody says, Hey, I, I need help. I, I can't get to work. I can't afford to take a gas right now. I will go meet you at the Shell station. I will swipe my credit card and I will pay for your gas. I will not give you cash. I've been oh, worried yeah. too many times. Absolutely. If you need groceries, you need to feed your kid, go to HEB, get what you need. Text me when you're in, getting ready to check out. I will drive up there and I will pay for your groceries. Yeah. I've helped people catch up on their electric bills, back to school clothes. Thanksgiving time, we went to the store and we got all this stuff to Thanksgiving meals for what I think it was six or seven families. And I didn't buy him a pre-cooked turkey or the stuffing that was already, no, you got to, I'll give it to you, but you got to do it because that's part of the experience of right. Thanksgiving is sure. preparing a meal for your family with your family. And I, I reached out to Tomball ISD and I said, I need, I need six families that you know that, because they know, Absolutely. they know who they have in their area that need help. Yeah. And I said, if they're okay with me delivering it to their home, I'll take it to them. If they're not okay with that, they can come pick it up. If you want me to take it to the school, because anonymity is important. You know, if they want to come pick it up from the school, they can. But if they want to come pick it up from our shop, tell them to bring all their kids, all their family. They can have a meal on us while they're here. And then we'll send them home with a meal. Wow. And uh, one of the houses that I delivered to was a very, very nice home. And a customer had commented that they saw us taking the meal over there. 
and said, I don't know why you're helping people in a high-end neighborhood. That's just not where you should be helping people. I said, well, where I help people is not your business, but I will tell you this. The husband just passed away. They had no life insurance on him. She's a stay-at-home mom with four kids. She lost everything. The medical bills are eating her alive. She's lost her car. Power's about to be shut off. And her 17-year-old son just drove the car through the garage and completely impounded the upper the game room into the garage, and they don't have any homeowner's insurance right now. So just because what you see <sighs> on the outside is what you think you know, it's not. Don't judge a book, right? That particular customer went over there and helped them get Christmas. So you got to help where you live. And it, it's important to me to help in the community where we're at. Not that people in Galveston don't need help or Baytown or things like that. No, but you're I want to help where I live. Sure. Or, you know, if people need help, they just send us an email or they come up to the shop or we reach out to the school. I, I reach out to the counselors at all the schools around us who needs backpacks. We just did a big fundraiser for backpacks, who needs school supplies, clothes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then we helped after the freeze too. There's quite a few people that had. Well, we could, and I mean, busted pipe. You know, everybody had. Oh, we yeah. want to help everybody, but unfortunately, we, you know, but there were some people in general that had. They were living in trailer houses and stuff, just in for months without yeah. wa- running water and stuff. We were helped out people like that. You know. Yeah, so we were displaced out of our rent house for a week because we were in between. We had sold our house oh, in so Oakcrest. You're building new, and you and we were building yeah. in Cherry Pines, and we were in a nineteen. I want to say it was a nineteen fifty seven pier and beam home in mm-hmm. downtown tomball oh, and they don't know how many pipe busts we yeah. had because there were and it there's, there's a no thousand, insulation underneath that building a thousand yeah. square foot home right. and so many pipes were busted yeah. they don't know right how to count up yeah. how many were busted and so we were displaced for about a week that was just that we horrible. stayed at a friend's That's house a horrible and, feeling, yeah. and, and it's the same thing like yeah. my wife and i aren't paid terribly we right. we have good jobs right. you know but when you have three kids and you're both working full-time and the freeze hits and you're renting and you're in between and you can't mm-hmm. do too much with your money because you're still waiting on finance to come right. through yep. but at the same time you're also spending every dime you have in your rental and everything else and it's like that hits you need that help too that's terrible yep. terribly so what do you expensive. do everything is terribly expensive anymore when it comes to any kind of Yep. repairs or something I mean, yeah. it's hard on anybody i don't care who you are or what. but that's such a good such a good story to give and a lesson to teach is you know just like you said you don't know where somebody's at ever mm-hmm. i right. mean what you see on the outside is not what's going on behind the closed door sometimes yeah. So yeah. that's why i really try to work i reach out to the counselors at the schools because they typically know that and i tell them you know hey if the parent will you reach out to the parents if they want to chat with me they can if they want to work through you they can and we just kind of keep it and some of the parents just wanted anonymous. And, you know, we adopted five single moms for Christmas. And that was something that was important to me. And we asked them for lists for what their kids wanted. And we went out and we bought all the stuff. And we mm-hmm. bought the wrapping paper. We bought the tape. We bought the bows so that that mom could actually wrap the gifts for and them. Gifts, we just, yeah, We don't want to show up with just... Wrap stuff like, yeah, hey, just love just the, bought this for right, you. Not, right. we, wanted yeah. the, we wanted the mother to feel important. Yeah, because I'm sh- it's hard. It, it is hard. I've been there. I had I with my yeah. oldest son, I had a five dollar dollar store Christmas one year after I got divorced. And yeah. I remember he got five things from the dollar store and I sat and I cried. But he was three. He didn't know any better. And it's just nice to be able to help out. And we even go and get little gifts for the kids to give the mom. Oh. Just generic, you know, yeah. bath fizzies and stuff like that. And we wrap them up and we put two mom from the kids and we tell mom. Here's a little note. Don't look yeah. in this package. Just give this bag to the kids and tell them it was at the front door and right. it says kids on it. And that way they feel like mom got something too. Right. But you know, it when we started the brand and we were waiting for COVID to move along, you were in the neighborhood still then. Oh yeah. We had the Easter bunny. The ki- parents were like distraught that their kids could not go take pictures with the Easter bunny. I've never seen anything like it in my life. They were just, I mean, distraught. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, let's go buy an Easter bunny costume. He's like, what? And I was like, let's go do it. I'm going to sit in the back of your truck in an Easter money costume. We're going to go buy a bunch of candy. And we're going to drive through the neighborhood and just love outfits. And we're going to throw out candy but so we can introduce ourselves but to the neighborhood. But you didn't end up being the Easter bunny, right? We made, we made our, we made our oldest kid do it to teach <laughs> like, hey, him some yeah. humility right? uh-huh. a little bit. Hey, that's what I tell my kids all the time. I'm yeah. like, what do you think I had y'all for? Yeah. Yep, and, right? I, and it was it seemed like it was, it was like, hot. It was like 90 degrees. It was hot. <laughs> it was, and we bought about $1,000 worth of candy. Oh, yeah. And we drove through the neighborhood and we threw it out parade style. Every and kids single. could come up and stand next to the truck and take a picture right. with the Easter. So all those kids that would have missed their first oh, Easter. Oh, that was the hardest yeah, part about COVID. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like my daughter's first day of kindergarten. Yeah. I didn't get to partake in that. Yeah. You just had to drop them off at the school and let them go. You couldn't go in. Yeah. You really couldn't don't do think anything. about this kind of stuff that you never really get back, right? No, a hundred percent. I have, it still pops up in my memories yeah. to this day. My 13 year old, yeah. you know, his first day of kindergarten yeah. and I took him there and I walked him I in. It's, a picture it's, been and, a, it's been a rough yeah. couple of years for everybody. Not just us, I mean, just feel and what like a time to open a restaurant. Americans like if you're going to do a rest, open a restaurant, yeah. COVID is not, we and were, we, we were, were two, we were three days in, we couldn't back out then. But we were fortunate yeah. though. There was so many, there's a lot of people that have so been many restaurants and small have. businesses and stuff that went under just because of, you know, yep. I mean, HTO, we've had them on the podcast and it, similar story. The they middle, come through our drive through all the time. Yeah. I love them, man. They're awesome. They're great people. And it's the same thing, yeah. you know, opening during COVID and yeah. it's like, yeah. You have to have a special place, right? I think, in order yeah. to make it through like that, because you can't do that without your customers rallying behind right. you. And they're not, I mean, let's be honest, I'm not rallying behind your right. your competitors. You I don't have, care about them, you know? You have to have, I mean, you have to be, there's so many businesses and restaurants out there that I feel like they're not genuine. And I, I don't mean that ugly. I just mean that you go in and you just feel like you're a number. And, right. And I, I feel Corporate. like- you have to, yes. And this you have guy to be, knows all the customers. Like they, when I, when he gets a day off, they're like, "Where's John? Is he okay?" I'm like, "I just gave him a day <laughs> off." Like they're like, "Why are you up front?" I'm like, "We were at, we took Did our you kid kill to him finally." Right? <laughs> we were at Universal Studios on vacation. We got a three day. We just went out there really quick and came back. We're sitting there having dinner at Mel's Diner, and he goes. What was she, mocha frap, no whip lady or what? He, yeah, he's oh, like, that's yeah. so-and-so. And he calls out this drink order. I said, you're insane. Yep. That is not one of our customers. He goes, it is. I said, no, it's not. He goes up to this lady at the register. I'm sitting there. Oh, my gosh. Comes back with her. She's like, hi. And nice. he knows all of our customers. Like, and that's important. Like, they, it's important. We have a, a, a video camera on our drive-thru so we can see who's sitting there. And it's not super clear, but sometimes he can say, okay, so you're here for da 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 today. Yeah. And they're like, what? What makes people feel important? It is important. It's, it's like for sure. Cheers. Remember Norm coming in? Cheers. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same go. way. Everybody knows We do your the name. same thing with some, we got this guy, Kevin, that comes in all the time. He work, we, you know, so we have this little private room and, he, and a lot of people come in and work from the private room all day long. And that's what he does. And we're like, Kevin, you know, but people like to be recognized. You know, 100%. They, yeah. And I, I think that's important. It's like the guy with the HTO that, you know, people recognize. Yeah. You know, the oh, well, every every time I see Billy and Kaylee, you know, their, their employees, I think probably similar to y'all are a lot of high school kids and, you know, people that they're kind of given that first chance to, and you know, they're, they're great and all, but obviously the, the ones you recognize are going to be the ones that are there all the time, all the, time. the owners and yeah. And we're there all day, every day. And a lot of people go into the franchise or restaurant business thinking, oh, I'm going to buy a restaurant. I'm going to sit at home and wait for mailbox money. Oh, wouldn't that oh, be it nice? Did. Now, maybe when you have 10 or 15 stores going, but when you right. have one and neither one of you are working another job, oh no, you're you're there all day, every day. <laughs> and you know, we're, one of us opens, the other one closes and it's just constant. We're there. And if we're not there, there's either... We're on vacation, which has been twice. We got three days off or something's wrong. It's really building that brand and being part of the community and everybody knowing who we are. And like I said, we wear the shirt. We were in Captain Brad's one day. We were wearing, we weren't, or no, I had my shirt on. He didn't because I had just gotten off and a family walked out and they were all wearing our shirts. And we were like, hey, <laughs> they said, <laughs> yeah. hey, it is just nice. They're like, we love that place. And it's like, well, that's our place. They're like, oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. We, we really enjoy the food here and we support other local businesses and sure. it's important. It's important to support them as well. And you know, I ha I've had customers tell me too, we're not going to support you. We didn't know you were a franchise. We're supporting local, not franchise. Uh, I said, well, see. here's the thing. I said, franchise is local. That just means I'm not smart enough to come up with all the cool ideas <laughs> that right. they did and all the recipes. And I think there's a big difference too, though, in the mom and pop franchise versus someone who owns, you know, like, and, and nothing, yeah, yeah, nothing against where you came from, you know, I mean, I know Cambo and I, I know, I know people who've worked around y'all circle and I know that y'all had a jam up in that organization It's still a jam up organization, but it is one of those, they're a large group. We had 57 they're, stores here in Houston. We were money, a big franchise, right? It's money. Whereas this is mom and pop. It is. And, you know, and our goal is I've got three boys. I love all my boys dearly. I didn't go to college. I was I had an engineering mission. That was my plan. I was being an engineer, and I decided oh, yeah. not to go because I fell in love with the food service business. And none of my kids want to go to college. The two older they they don't want to go. I'm not going to force them to go. It saves me a lot of money. But our goal is to open three stores, so that each boy gets a store. 
I'm spending all my money. I'm not leaving him any money when I die. I'm, I'm going to travel the world. <laughs> I'm using it. I'm, I'm using it all. I'm going to do all the fun things. I'm going to visit all the different countries. I'm going to eat my way and drink my way around. Just have a good Heck time yeah. and enjoy my enjoy my retirement. For sure. But I will leave them each a fully functioning restaurant that I've taught them how to operate. And they can choose to run it, sell it, or pay somebody else to run it. But I'll give them a future. I'm not just going to hand it to them. So right now, the two oldest ones work in my restaurant, in my kitchen. One of them's washing dishes right now. He hates it. He's only been there for three, four, five weeks, maybe. But everybody starts off there. And, and you know, that that's, we have a 10-year plan, and that was our plan. So that's we get amazing. 10 years out, we'll retire. You'll be, what, 62, and I'll be mm-hmm. um, 54. <laughs> so that that's our plan. It may or may not work. We'll see. But we're, we're really working towards it. And we don't have a lot of money to spend on marketing. We don't have a lot of, we don't have a fund for that. So it's all word of mouth. It really yeah. is. And so y'all can accept donations and all that stuff. So one of the ways we can support you then is our listeners open up their pocketbooks, give to that. Absolutely. And and yeah. it's it's supporting, like you said, just the local area yeah. right now. So and then come out and play bingo on when first Wednesday of every month. It's a dollar a card. To play bingo and then we match that pot and then you win gotcha. stuff you win free coffee you win snacks our hope t-shirts. is that the other franchisees once they start building in houston will do the same thing so that'd be cool hopefully we'll have a love fund to cover the houston area yeah that'd be awesome yeah. and then i know on facebook because i've already posted my picture of my coffee <laughs> on facebook it's just love cafe coffee cafe right at just love tomball okay so at just love tomball and then you can you can tag y'all there yep. same thing on instagram follow y'all on that Yep. Yeah. And then we have a Twitter. I don't really understand how to use that one too much, <laughs> but I use a platform called Soshi so I can just make one post and it goes to all the things yes. because I'm, I'm too old for all she's that. she's in charge of that because <laughs> social media and me, no. It just, oh yeah. It's not fun. You know, it's not fun. We do it for a living, you know, so obviously it's easier for me to say it's not yeah. fun, but. And he's a guy that I accidentally clicked like on something. I didn't right. mean to do it. How do I undo it? Like, yeah. Just click it again. Right. Social media is fun in the way that my wife is doing it, where she has all these reels that are making like 10,000 views and stuff because she just posts random funny things. But when you have multiple companies or, you know, like me, I have John the marketer and then I have my personal Don Juan Jeep page. And then I've got all these other ones that I have to personally keep up with. It's a full-time job. You got to be careful too, because you're... Your views and the views yes. of your your company are two different things. I even say it on here. I'm you know, very my podcast careful about page, what I say on yeah. social media. My, my so. podcast page straight up says, like, yeah. even though this is presented by Beefy Marketing and it's the Beef Podcast, I don't want people to listen and think, oh, well, John Kelly said this on the show, yeah. so that's how yeah. Beefy Marketing feels. No, this yeah. is my personal opinion yeah. that happens here. That's what's the And you're right. Thing. I got to censor yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I can't hard. say how I really feel that's because someone really may disagree. That's the main reason that I don't even get on social media media it's not that i i can't control myself i just don't want to put our i don't want to put myself in that position I really the problem don't. is i'm too truthful and honest yeah so what you see is what you yeah. get and you're gonna hear what yeah. i want to say and i can say yeah. it in a polite manner right. and that's not offensive or yeah. rude but at the same time it doesn't mean that every company wants right. that idea well, pushed so i have to just avoid some topics so many people out there are keyboard warriors yeah that's I bite my tongue problem. on our neighborhood page all the time <laughs> just because I'm like, no, these people are my customers. I can't yeah. do that. Like I have you to be can't, nice. You just can't do that. And yeah. there's so many people that are so apt to click, you know, you know, I, I don't like your level of service. And it's not because our service was bad. It's just because they had a personal view that didn't match. I feel like ours in the restaurant and yep. uh, point in fact, you know, when we were requiring, we were at one point where we're requiring masks in the restaurant. I you remember. Know, yep. You would be surprised how many people were just absolutely furious. Oh, they lost their minds. And I'm like, we we had one lady that went back on the neighborhood page and made a big complaint about us. And this is how loyal our our customers are to our brand. I had like 15 people text me within five minutes. Go look at the page. Go look at the page. Go. I'm like, what am I looking for on the page? (laughs) She came up and she had, I guess she had an acne issue. So she didn't want to wear a mask. And we let her know that, hey, we have a patio. You can order from our app. We'll bring it outside to you. We'll come outside and take your order. You can go through the drive-thru, take it home. There's a lot of ways you can get product without coming inside. And she just, she's like, well, I walked all the way up here with my baby. I'm like, and it was fall. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't hot out. Right. Houston's always hot, but it wasn't hot outside. But she just, I mean, she just had an absolute meltdown on the page and neighbors attacked her. She so much so that she left the neighborhood page, the buy sell page. Like God. she's gone, and I was like, "You guys are amazing." What a simple. They were like, "All, all just, we wanted you just wear the mask when you order." You, you go sit down, and, and we were. And we told them, you know, to there's drink. We're making drinks. You know, if anybody's been in the restaurant, they know that we got this big lazy Susan that we spend the drinks out to you. 
we just want people to, at that point in time, we want people to wear their masks when they're ordering drinks because there's open drinks there. You can sit down and take off your mask all day long. It's right. just, please respect that. And I, it was just, you know, just lost your mind. An issue. I think it just, it comes down to common courtesy and, and common sense, which, you know, that old saying, common sense is a flower that doesn't grow in yes. everybody's garden. Yep. Regardless of your opinion on the matter, yeah. I think we all have to respect personal. Right personal well, decisions, you yeah, know, absolutely you do. And it, and being in the service industry, it's hard because there are a lot of customers yep. that I personally wouldn't spend time with outside of work. They're just not my kind of people, Sure, but that's not my job. No. And I tell my employees that all day long, you don't have to like them. You're not here to be friends with customers. You're here to serve them. That's what you're getting paid. hundred percent. And that customer should never know that you have Feel otherwise. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They yeah. they should feel just as important as the customers yeah. that come in here every day that you like love. Keeping so, like personal, they're the most important customer of the day. Right. Keeping personal, political, and religious views and stuff it's out hard. of the workplace. It's not that you can't display. Well, I mean, sometimes you can't. Yeah. Because of the customer. Right. But as far as, you know, you should be able to, with respect, say or do what you want to do. But the point is you shouldn't treat your customer any different Absolutely. based on their personal opinion, personal beliefs, right. religious beliefs, whatever it is. It's hard walking that line. It was you know? the biggest shocking moment to me was, you know, we own an event services company for DJ, photo booth, all that stuff. Well, I used to own that by myself. And I was at a a show, a trade show, a wedding show. And this lady walked up and she said, hey, I'm, I'm marrying a woman. Will you take my business? So is your money green? Right. Your money spends just as good <laughs> like, as everybody else's uh, I mean, money. are you paying me with counterfeit bills or real bills? Because right. if you're paying me with real bills, then here's the contract. Right. Let's get that signed let's get and way, let's right? do business. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how someone can worry so much about someone else's life that they wouldn't do business with them. But that's a whole political there discussion. There's people out there, yeah. Yeah, there's people out there. <laughs> and, and, it's crazy. Yeah. And, you we know, can coexist is what I'm absolutely. saying. Like, I can, I can be your... Customer and I can be your company, well, that, no matter how different our views may yes. be. And it, it's important because I don't want everybody coming in to be the same as me. How Heck boring! No. Yeah, how boring. I annoy be, myself. Right. I don't want to hang out with people just like me all and the me, time. Sometimes yeah. that's <laughs> what, I annoy you all the time. That's what's great about America right. is that we're all so different. It yes, makes the it world makes an interesting well, place. These past, let's admit it, the past mm-hmm. couple of years tested everybody's patience in America. I mean, I think so. Not just here. I mean, everywhere around the world, you know, and we're all kind of grumpy come out of it because we're just, it's, it's hard. Yeah. You know, everybody has lost so much and sacrificed so much. Everybody, not just us. I mean, everybody. We've tried really hard to be good. The only customer I've ever lost my life, my shit on, apologize my language, is a (laughs) high school kid that came in and took her shoes and socks off and put her feet up on my table. I said, excuse me. I don't even know what to say to that. I said, what? I said, what are you doing? She's like, don't worry about what I'm doing. I said, well, I'm a little worried about it. It's a restaurant. Your feet are on my table. Yeah. She's like, I said, you need to, you need to take your feet off and you need to move tables so we can sanitize this table. And she got real mouthy with me. And I said, you know what? Get out. She's like, you can't do that. I said, oh, honey, but I can. <laughs> I can. And then all her little friends were, ha ha. I said, oh, y'all, bye-bye. Y'all have a nice, what? Gosh. No, no we don't want to go. I'm like, Bye. Other than that, I mean, we've gotten along beautifully with just yeah. every customer. You, you're going to have, it's a service related, you know, it's a service related industry. And Absolutely. You're yep. not going to please a hundred percent of the people a hundred, there's just hundred percent time. It's just somebody somewhere that's going to come in that already had a bad day to start with, you know. Yeah. They're running, they're running late for work. The baby yeah. spit up on their, their and suit and they had to change. Something that was just going to set just them make off. their day better. You, know, you just have to deal with it as best you can, you know, and you're going to get a bad review about it. You just have to deal with that too. Yeah. So y'all are located at Shaw Road, right near North Point. Right. Yep. Sunset Canyon. Right outside and Shaw. Uh, the whole Wildwood, I guess for a lack of a better term, complex of neighborhoods right. there. We're right you smack know? in the middle. Yeah. In the middle of Hayden Lakes, Wildwood at Oak Crest, Wildwood at North Point, all those. What are y'all's hours and, and days that you're open? When can I come by and visit? So we have we have drive through and dine in hours. Monday through Friday, our dine in our driver drive through, pardon me, opens at five thirty. Dine in opens at six thirty and everything closes at seven. Saturday and Sunday, we open at 6.30 for dine-in, drive-through, 7.30 for dine-in, and then we close at 4 on Sundays. Yeah. But Saturdays, we're open until 7. We had to get, we have to have some kind of break in that. Oh, sure. It dies on Sunday, but during the week, man, we get some, 
Pops, high school. We get busy. we call it our frap attack. Yeah. We watch them out the drive through window, Tom Memorial High School releases, and they're like a swarm. Yes. And we watch them coming. Yeah. They and love we, we stretch out and we get ready. And yeah. We like line up in our yeah, spot. We got to put the, the tiger on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have a few other items in our arsenal now with the Red Bull and got stuff. Some Red I Bull think. infusions. Yeah, I think they're yeah. just going to be busy. It's not everybody drinks coffee, so you got to learn to cater. Sure. Cater to your crowd that needs caffeine yeah. that doesn't drink coffee. So Absolutely. No, that's up. a very real thing. Yeah. Okay. And then so. What, as far as your menu goes, I can order anything, anytime. Yes. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, all day. Okay, so there's day. no you specific time You want a club salad at menus. 5.30 in the morning or you want a and if you, sausage and cheese biscuit at 6.30 at night? If you <laughs> roll up at, at 7 o'clock and we're closing, we're going to make you something to eat regardless. Gotcha. You know, Tamara's we, looking at you like, we do. No. I mean, we've done <laughs> We were closed for an hour the other day and we were still there cleaning and one of our solid, I'm talking twice a day, customers wow. came up through the drive-thru. I said, Tracy, come on up. We'll get yeah. you. We couldn't make her food because the kitchen was closed, but she just wanted caffeine anyway. And we just made her. And she's like, you just saved my Yeah, life. we have people come through. I mean, I'm there at 5 o'clock in the morning because I have to calibrate the machines every morning. I mean, it's, it was an art to it. So yeah. you don't just roll up and just turn the machines on and start pulling shots and stuff. You have to actually calibrate your grinds and you have to weigh them and everything and measure exact amount. So I'm there in the mornings anyway. I, I can't tell you how many people... Knock on the window. Come on, Amber. Look, look, I don't I have limited staff. You know, I don't know that I'd be able to serve you food. Are you just looking for drinks? And I help them out. Yeah. You know? To me, going back to that franchise conversation, that's the difference right there in your opening up a bunch of restaurants and hiring random strangers to to run it versus we're here to invest in this yes. one company. And especially a company like this one that isn't your huge like you didn't open a Starbucks in Tom. Right. You know, nothing against them, but yes. you didn't open up a Starbucks. Right. You opened up a Just Love right. Coffee. It's different. Yes. It, it is. And it we really want to be that play. We have a kid's play area in there, a small kid's kitchen. And we debate constantly, should we leave it? Should we take right. it? Because unfortunately, we get some parents that are not very mindful of their child's volume or location while they're dining with us. And yep. they just let them run them up and scream and yell. And we'll have customers that get up and walk out because they're on their laptop trying to work. So we're trying to find a... A fine balance between wanting those moms to come sit down and be able to have a a chat with their girlfriend, have a cup of coffee. But we do have somebody's working on their computer over here. Mothers that genuinely need a break that come in. Yeah. And we try to be everything to everybody, although we know we can't. Can't be. Sure. So we try to accommodate everyone in the best way that we can. And we want to be somewhere where people, hey, where do you want to go? I want to go to Just Love. And so we just, we want to be that destination. Perfect. So the best way to support you, show up to the... To the restaurant. Come to the restaurant. Yeah. Buy some food. Yeah. Yep. Buy some drinks. We have just invested in a portable espresso machine, which everybody's like, oh, a cute little one to take around with you. Those are cheap. No, they're not cheap. Thousands and thousands of dollars. But we are going to be able to, in about two months, service weddings, school events, anything awesome. where we can do. Catering we have, events. Full ca- we've got full catering now, but we'll be able to do espresso bars on site. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be a new... Coffee bars are hot at weddings it, right now. It's Absolutely. A, it's a smaller version of the machine that we have currently in-house. Same brands, made in Italy, same quality shot. So it's not it's not something that you're gonna go down to. Got a bed bath and beyond. Yeah, yeah. It, right. it's, it's gonna it's be good quality, quality coffee. Isn't yeah. It? So we're we're excited about that. Yeah, so that'll give us yeah. a new dynamic and outside the restaurant and you know, it's a beautiful coffee bar set up where you can come get your flavor. DoorDash, we can do DoorDash. We do DoorDash. And we have an app. Just Love Coffee has an app. So you can we have a drive through so you can app and come through the drive through if you want to. And we don't have to wait. Yep. Because yeah. we're not fast food. And that's something we had to explain to our customers at the beginning. You're going to order through our drive. You're not getting a 37-second cheeseburger out the window to you. Right. Because we don't cook anything until you order it. And it's not a 30-second cook time. It takes a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to train our customers to understand. But, I mean, I, last time I went to Whataburger, I was in the drive-thru for 27 minutes. Even like McDonald's. Have you, not that we frequent <sighs> McDonald's, but, I mean... I see cars in line McDonald's. I hear people saying it's they've been there forever. 10, so. 15 yeah. minute wait there. We're now. four, so, five, I mean, six minute wait in our drive. We're half so. that, so we're doing good. You know, we're veteran owned and operated as well. So you're the vet. He's yeah. a, he's I a served, Navy vet. So. so so we try to support first responders as much as we can too. And and oh, if they're on duty, by the way, in uniform, free house coffee yeah. any time of the day. And then all veterans, military, and first responders Sci-fair, always get ten percent. The fire discount. department rolls up all the time. You know, the four or five or six guys will come in, you know, yeah, I know when, sitting outside. When I was at Station 5, you know, of course, we came in a couple of times for mm-hmm. breakfast. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's not that it's a requirement or anything, but it it is really awesome when you have 
a company that's willing to support you as a firefighter yeah. or a fire department, you know, cause we've, whether it's going to be meetings that we have in the morning or it's emergency situations, like I called y'all for where you're bringing up lunch and you're bringing up coffee and stuff because we we're dealing with a firefighter right. that we had lost and trying to plan things and take care of his crew members that had to be on duty, even though they had just suffered his loss and that kind of stuff. It means a lot whenever well, that's important. y'all come that's in and do that. Probably more important than just serving the community, but serving the people that serve the community. Yeah. This is an important part of our Well, life. you know, we do it not for that. So it's like, honestly, yeah, we, we want you to take care of the community. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you just like serving the military, you... You know, you don't even think about it. You just sign and go. Just do it. No, y'all definitely have a, a worthy restaurant, you know, a restaurant Thanks. that should be supported by the yeah, community we as well. That. So I can't thank y'all enough for coming on the show, for telling y'all's yeah, story. Absolutely. I personally think it was a great conversation. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed having y'all on and I am definitely going to enjoy that cup of coffee that's been sitting <laughs> there forever. You know, so thank y'all for bringing in drinks. Yeah. And yeah. Thanks for again, having us. We, we appreciate it. We love Tomball. We love being here and... We can't think of a better place to start our yeah. new journey together. Yeah, yeah, we actually need to talk to you about photo booth. So I know for so Santa let's Claus get, pictures, let's get all that then, stuff yeah. going for okay. sure. Awesome, yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well, listeners and Thanks, viewers, Tom. thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Beef Podcast. I hope that y'all thoroughly enjoyed this show and found another coffee spot. Tom Ball's lucky. We've got a lot of coffee shops here that you have to come support. So uh, Just Love Coffee has to be on your list if it's not already. They've got a great story. They truly are a great supporter of the community, even beyond what they talked about today, just the things that I've seen them do. So please like their Facebook page, their Instagram, their Twitter, follow them, take pictures of your coffees, post those on yep. there for them. Yep. That kind of stuff is all free marketing that helps those companies out that you love to frequent. But once again, we just can't thank you enough for just being here and listening to the show or watching the show yeah, uh, that definitely absolutely. goes yeah. really far to support all of our guests here at the beef podcast so thank y'all for tuning in and stay beefy my friends thank you you've been listening to the beef thanks for listening make sure to like rate and review we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information that you can use and we'll be back soon but in the meantime follow us on social media Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. Would you like your business featured on the beef? Know a business that should be featured? Visit beefymarketing.com slash the beef. Remember, branding is about a connection with you and your people. Till next time, thanks for listening to the beef.